prayer maintain koto gba zero abe okuta lojo saturday february 24 no yi lari agomeji arosa gomewa aro oli olorun alaye prophet doctor dewale akandi abiola baba testimony lo lugba lejo agba etu aya jade ma bo ni bi padi adura yi lori oke testimony prayer maintain koto gba zero abe okuta koto le adero jesus christ man wa gbara you wanna man testimony baba this is Fresh 107.9, where we keep you fresh all day. Officially the greatest music money of all time. Fresh 107.9, where we keep you fresh all day. I know sometimes it be like that. Nobody said you. That's when I like. I care for you, my friend. I no vex for me. Say I never go. seven this morning you're listening to freshly pressed on fresh 107.9 fm and hey this is me checking on you um we've been talking about various things in the country uh, perhaps it's important that you check on your loved ones check on your friends uh, check on those that you've spoken to in a long long time uh, the bond of family might be what they need and friendship to pull through this kind of uh, trying times in nigeria um, I, I've been always talking about market prices and food stuff and stuff. Um, I was out of tune with the reality, and that's a confession this morning. Mm. Until I went to one of the popular malls yesterday and checked out prices of food items. Um, it's sad. It's sad. So, um, but then um, one thing will pull us through the spirit: contentment. Uh, daily living, living one day at a time, mm. believe me. My name is Emmanuel, okay? Good morning and welcome to Freshly Pressed. Today, the 19th day of February, 2024. My name is Omoyemi So you like me, I'm a woman. You know, I always try to go to the market. But yes, of course, I've been trying to like hide or shy away from the from fact the that reality. things, yeah, things are not very good. But I went to get rice about two weeks ago. I got one of one over eight of a bag. 
and I was shocked at the price and the small quantity, the quantity. that I went on with. I was like, wow, okay, I get it now. Now, now the, the sad reality hits mm. me yesterday. I actually bought rice too. Mm. Uh, that certain bag of rice is just those small 10 yes. kg bags mm. packaged in 10 kg. I used to buy them for like 10,000 at some point. I became 11. I still bought that 10 kg in December mm. for 11,000. Got there yesterday, almost 15,000. Now, the the reality hits me that my first salary on radio was 15,000 naira. Wow. And that's what I'm spending on mm. rice alone rice. in 2024. And since yesterday, it's been messing with my mind to say, hey, come on. Uh, but then, mm. uh, life has to continue. We have to eat. And it's important. So, um, now, eh, we're on a diet, on a ration. Yes. Uh, you, um, can, you, can, you can join our fast, RCCG fast. It's for 50 days. I don't mind, though. It's still ongoing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind. Welcome to Freshly Pressed this month. We'll take this break and come back with the stories. <laughs> Academy Suite Telephone 0817 Academy Suite Home away from home Many thanks for staying with us this morning on Freshly Pressed. Uh, no matter what, nothing will get in the way of the show this morning. So uh, uh, let's get started with the Punch newspaper. The lead story, cost of living protests. Police warn against violence as labor gives fresh conditions. That's in the Punch newspaper. Naira weakens as banks' dollar sales plunge by $252 million dollars. 15 trucks of smuggled food intercepted in Sokoto. That's according to customs. Federal government marketers meet today. Tanker drivers insist on strike. Uh, still in the punch, Atiku's solution will return Nigeria to a Mefiele era. That's from the presidency. Accounts for funds from U.S. Suspended treasurer tells Abure. And PDP lacks right to demand Tinubu's resignation. That's coming from the federal government. A look at other stories in the Punch newspaper this morning. Ogun to prosecute parents, students for assaulting principal. An article solution will return Nigeria to a Mayfield era. Took that earlier. Uh, hardship not excused to turn under bridge home. That's that's from the Lagos state government. Slain Plateau APC spokesman got 20 death threats. That's according to his secretary. Government urges responsible mining to protect environment. Oyo begins traders' artisans' registration. Embrace innovation, deputy governor tells youths. You find these stories and more in the Punch newspaper this morning. And the Nigerian Tribune at this Monday morning. 
this morning. Lagos remains top destination of capital importation into Nigeria. Just according to the NBS, is there this morning on the Nigerian Tribune. Bandits killed 12, raised 17 houses in fresh attack in Kajina State. Tinebu, Brazilian president, meet in Addis Ababa. Also there as well, Nigerians can't keep quiet as Tinebu's policies cause pain, distress that is coming from Atiku Abubakar. There is also this one, government reform agenda worsening Nigeria's plight that is according to the Catholic bishops. Federal government, APC, knock PDP governors again that is there this morning on the Nigerian Tribune. And taken from the platform times this morning, Undo Attorney General spent 3.3 billion naira on car loan in three years. That's according to an investigation. Vice Chancellor threatens students with mass failure over stolen phone. Oshun APC government clash over missing 1,250 bags of presidential Christmas rice. Labour Party in turmoil. National Treasurer takes party leadership to court, demands EFCC probe. And still from the Platform Times, one suspect arrested as Funab clears air over 700 missing cattle. And NDLA nabs female lawyer, boyfriend, family members in major drug busts. And still in the Platform Times, NAVDAC, PCN, direct pharmaceutical distributors to halt supply to Cano Market. you find these stories and more in the Platform Times this morning. And on the Guardian newspapers, power supply, Nigerians applaud 10.5 billion naira sanction on discos, DIFA on tariff hike, that is there this morning on the Guardian newspapers. Lagos stops at capital destination for importation with 65.38%. Tinubu, that silver meat, six stronger ties across sectors. There is also this one, charges against Mefili are numerous, that is coming from Senate President Akbabio this morning on the Guardian newspapers. Reading from Pempushin, lawyer declared wanted for alleged abuse of house help surrenders to police. And police arrest five suspects over alleged diversion of United Nations wheat. Gunmen kill publicity secretary of all progressives congress. That's from Pempushin. Anti-crime commission arrests two Chinese for suspected illegal mining. And drug law agency intercepts large consignment of cannabis concealed in loudspeakers at Lagos Airport. Tidubu, Brazilian president, meets discussed bilateral interests. That's from the pen pushing newspaper this morning. Many thanks for joining us this morning. Uh, let's uh, welcome and bring Ustaz into the conversation. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Good morning. You know, I'm used to um, the what delectable or whatever you put it that time. Maybe I'm used to that. Okay. Good morning to our listeners at home too. Yeah, um, Ustaz, let's start with the fireworks over the weekend. Mm. Uh, first, it started from the PDP Governors Forum mm. uh, telling the president that Nigeria may be on the path to Venezuela if we're not careful. The Minister of Information, Mohamed Idris, responded. And on Saturday, the PDP Governors Forum fired back to say the president should resign. Um, a lot of um, controversies have trailed that chain of conversation since then. Uh, many are saying, no, this is a distraction to President Tinubu. Others are saying, oh, well, yes, he should resign. Um, let's balance everything together this morning as we start the conversation. The work of opposition has indeed started. And um, for a while, I thought we would not have fireworks. We used to have the combination of Femi Adeshino, Garba Shehu, and Lai Mohammed. So you cannot go three months without fireworks like this. This might be the first that Mohammed Idris will face as in charge of uh, the information ministry, and it's caused a lot of back and forth. 
the president's resignation. What do you think? Oh, thank you. Um, normally, in the democracy of this nature, a multi-party democracy, opposition is expected. People need to have a um, contrary view. Even in a one-state, um, a one-party state, uh, you see how people that want to say no. You also see what is happening in Russia. It's exactly all over the world. So, uh, criticism, opposition is allowed uh, within uh, any human system. Um, what I just think the PDP governors, uh, I'm making a distinction between the governors and the party. And for obvious reasons. Um, what I think the PDP governors need to do is to see to how they will collaborate to ensure that we are able to arrest um, whatever it is that is facing us as a challenge. Um, insecurity, um, soaring food prices, etc. They all have a role to play. I've always said it, that the state governors have a lot of role to play in overcoming the challenges that we are facing as a nation now. And I think sometimes last week, the president still invited all of them to a meeting on how to solve the challenges facing Nigeria. And um, they all have um, roles and duties which they need to go and play in their own state. We need to start looking at it. If they are asking the president to resign because of what is happening, we need to look out for what exactly have they done in their own state too, you know, to ameliorate? Oh, well, they've responded to that too. Um, Many okay. of them have started listening. One of them was Governor Sheyi Makindi, who has added, um, that was extended the living wage uh, bonus that was being paid before he has extended it. And he has also listed his responsibilities. Many of them are, are coming out to say, no, don't say that. We're doing this, we're doing that. All I know is that we cannot trace food shortages to the federal government. When you look at the way Nigeria is constructed, the states are in charge of land. We don't produce food in here or in the sky. It's on land. So if they have control and access to land that is vested in them, even under the Constitution, then the answer to the shortages of food cannot be, or the blame cannot be put at the doorstep of the federal government. So who, who the, should we blame? The state governor should come up to tell us what are they doing to feed their citizens of their state. Because one, they are the owner of the land. So can they tell us what they have produced? The metric tons of food that is coming from their state. Maybe when they start answering such questions, we'll be able to solve some of this problem. I came across a video yesterday that was um, in a 1984 studio, I mean, video where the uh, spoke and he highlighted the challenges that we have. They were talking about shortages of food, that despite the effort of the farmers, we see have shortages of food. And that uh, why should that be? And he was telling them that the challenges the farmers are facing was that they couldn't transfer their food from the farm to the market. So they still depend on, you know, the middlemen who increases prices arbitrarily. Emmanuel, let me ask you and honestly answer. Have we overcome such challenges in our nation? Are middlemen not still taking hold of the jugular of our value chain in agriculture? What has the governors done? They, look, these are the issues. I, at this point, it is not to keep on blaming each other. Can they all come together? They are all elected representatives of the people. Can they come together and solve this problem? And start looking at what has happened, what has not happened. And that's why I said I'm making a distinction between the party and the governors. If PDP is throwing um, whatever you call it at APC, is understandable. But all of them have a duty, they have a role to play. And the last time I checked, the president is involving them in solving the problem that is facing the nation. And whatever they are doing now, to me, is counterproductive. And they should throw away politics and look at what needs to be done, what they have not been doing. 
If Sheima Kinde said he has increased wages, how many of the PDP states are not owing? How many of the PDP states are not owing pensioners? How many of the PDP states have done anything meaningful in terms of palliative when you look at the amount of money that is coming to their pocket, as in from the federal allocation? What are we talking about? Look, Nigerians don't want this. Can they sit down and face governance? Can they micromanage no, their no, own no. space? The, the PDP is taking this stance because many, and that's, that aligns with the thought of a section of Nigerians who have, who have opined on many platforms that, hey, uh, the president campaigned for this job. He went around the 36 states and he paraded himself as somebody who had a solution to the problems of Nigeria. So you don't expect excuses, you don't expect um, things to deteriorate under this man's watch. Mm. Lagos was part of his campaigning point to say, we turn the economy of Lagos around and this is what we've done in Lagos. And people expect him to replicate the same with Nigeria. I don't want this discussion in a way that you appear as if I am defending the president. But I've never heard the president give an excuse. Excuses have been given by people. But not the president. On behalf of the president. How do you know it's on behalf of the president? What we have seen the president doing is that he has been coming out with actions, policies that we feel is targeting the challenges. Look at the issue of insecurity, for instance. The president came out in a meeting with the governors. And what has become a problem for all past government is state security when it comes to state police. State police will emerge. He has equally told them, look, go and rearm your forest rangers. If you ask me, these are policies that can solve the challenges that we are facing when it comes to insecurity. He has equally said, can you please use the money that you have? Spend the money and don't spend the people. He has come out his statement, actions, that shows that he knows what the problems are and he's taking his own steps to do that. The president has never given excuses. People are giving excuses to defend him, but he has never. What I think the governor needs to do, can they start working on the six point they agreed on at their meeting? Maybe if they start working on that, we will get a different solution. To me, the duty of the federal government is not to say, I want to go into agriculture or farming. It is to bring about policies that will assist farming. Who is to go into practical and pragmatic farming? The state governors. Let them start that. Let's see what they... Let, let them come out and tell us, my state can give you so-so metric tons of so-so items of food. By so-so-so. These are the things we are doing for dry season uh, farming. These are the things we want from them. Not this back and forth and brick bad they are doing. Okay. It's a way of dodging their responsibility. Ustaz, since we started the conversation with the opposition party and the federal government, also the PDP candidate for the presidency in the last election, Atiku Abubakar, has some things to say about the policies of President Tinubu, how it's causing pain and distress. And the presidency you know, has reacted because he suggested that they, that they implement a controlled flo- a floating of the Naira as it was uh, was done in the last uh, government just, uh, ju- just to stabilize uh, the Naira and the presidency have replied that they cannot do that because we're returning back to the Mephiles uh, regime. Last time the PDP and Atiku came out to criticize the government, we're talking about uh, coming up with a solution, advising them and all. Now he has given a solution and advice for them and now they are saying that that cannot work. We can't go back to that era. What do you have to say about that? Yeah, I'm, I will look at the um, view of um, former Vice President mm. uh, in, in a different way, mm. not in the same light with which I looked at the governors. Um, the last time, like you rightly observed, mm. I said, can they give suggestion? And he has suggested, good one, that can we find a way to block the Naira? And they have replied, we don't want to go back to that era. Mm. Um, I'm not um, an economist by training, um, but does not mean that I don't have a small knowledge of economy and the working of economy. Mm. I equally share the view of the president or the presidency in that we have done something that did not work for us. If you want a new result, can we try something else? When you are trying something else to get a new result, it doesn't happen overnight. There is an incubation period for everything you are doing. Even if you want to give back to a child, there is an incubation period. You don't ask a woman that was just four months pregnant that uh, why have we not delivered? 
<laughs> for God's sake, incubation doesn't take three or four months. That's are the things I think we need to do. We need to be a bit patient to see how this but you pans know, out. Like Ostas, if, if if these policies are being you know like uh, proposed and they are being implemented and things are not looking like they are getting better, but instead getting worse, can you blame Nigerians who are saying till when, how long? No, I'm not blaming Nigerians for asking questions. I've equally mm-hmm. asked questions. I've equally proposed that can the government lift ban on importation? Can we have it momentarily? But the president came out and said no. It will solve our problem. These have been the one or the things we've been doing in the past. It has never solved the problem. When we run into these challenges, what we do is to quickly open the border and bring in food, saying that, okay, we will do things that will ameliorate, then we'll start planting. It has never worked. And I look back into history. The president is right. At every point in time, when we run into these kind of challenges, we go back to want to open the borders and bring in food. But it has not worked. He said, look, can we push in? Can we put in effort that will give us a different result? And talking about different results, I heard you in your opening remark when you said you are shocked about food prices. Mm. Look, listen, Jubilawal is not shocked about increasing food prices. And I'll tell you why. We have not done anything different in 40 years regarding agriculture. So why do you want a new result? This is the problem. Can we start thinking of what we need to do differently to get a new result? Yes, I agree with you. When you won't go to the farm, you won't get results instantly. But can we be seen to be taking effort? Have we started? That is the problem. Have we started doing it? We've not even started. All we do is we are complaining, we are shocked, we don't like this, the president is not doing this, but we're not doing anything to get a different result. And that's my challenge. Look, we talk Should of it be leaders. we doing something or the president? How would the president Okay, you said the governors. Let's pick the conversation. Uh, It's 25 minutes past 7 and we're due for a break. Check us out on Facebook at Fresh 107.9 FM. We'll take uh, this commercial break and come back with more fresh stories. Stay with us. Yes, Oni Electronics. Ile ishe tala unfishi kewa. Toba donit electronics. Ibu doka shosho kiki electronics nye. Ogo po kulo bade. Besire. Original nanta ni besa. And now. Lawe electronic appliances. Lori shirishi. Be television. Refrigerator. Freezer. Radio tip. Lori shirishi. Plasma TV. Lori shirishi. Home theater. Pressing iron. Air condition. Generator. Washing machine. Abibilia tibe. Be lota le katon. Eh eh. Oni electronics. Office. Wawane. Shakon. Abe okuta. Ni greenhouse. Behind. New Shakon Shopping Complex Opposite General Post Office O sene ken ibo di fe ni electronics Lo uwe ni Shakon ti o mabe Ekwe wang Telephone 0803-350-6850 Abike 0706-917-3988 Oni electronics Oni gangan luni Oni luni o mage Moti ni tele, ki nshogun ni o, ti o ba ni ilaglo kokon ti o ti sokpo mwen na enre, anfani ke inre fwon, la ti sokpo ki wamba ba di ilare. Ben ni o, ajo Nigerian Communication Commission, NCC, ti sokpe ti o ba ti so e na enre kpo mwen ilaglo re, wamba di ilare ni o, o si ni ni konsira ni mo, o ni le se o kogwa jare, lori e roi ba ni sorore, o ni le kpe tabi gba ikpe, shi a teron she, tabi shi shi a ye wo ye toku linu akpo iko wo si re torina maje ko ja ekuro te star 996 ash bayi tabi ki orin lo si ibuso glow tabi odo awon asoju tin se iforuko sile simu ti o ba sumo lati so nin repo mo ila glow re ki o si wa digbi lori ilare titi lai ti o ba si ni nin kon lo si office nimc ni to si re lati se to ti e ranti ofeni iforuko sile simu unlimited Academy 
Academy Suite. Telephone 0817-666-6601. Academy Suite. Home away from home. You're listening to Freshly Pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM, Abel Kuta. Uh, back to the Punch newspaper. Federal government marketers meet today. Tanker drivers insist on strike. The federal government has ordered oil marketers to negotiate with the Nigerian Association of Road Transport Owners to avert the planned suspension of operations by NATO members with respect to the lifting of petroleum products nationwide beginning today, Monday. It was gathered that on Sunday that oil marketers and the executives of NATO met about six times in the last two days following the declaration of the petroleum product transporters to halt operations. Punch corresponded for that gathered that the federal government, through the downstream regulator and the petroleum ministry, would meet with NATO members as well as other parties today in Abuja to sort out the issues. This came as independent marketers expressed worry over the continued crash of the Naira against the US dollars as they stressed that the development could force the non-subsidized pump price of PMS, called petrol, to hit 1,500 Naira per litre in coming days. Uh, the details are in the Punch newspaper. This morning, check out the story. Federal government marketers meet today. Tanker drivers insist on strike. Um, Ustas, now, um, we are complaining. But if these people successfully go on that strike, things will go from bad to worse real fast. Uh, we can still we still have petrol to buy now. Um, let, let, let's look at this their complaint and what it may mean for the economy if it, if it flies. Um, honestly, I'm always at the crossroad when we read news like this. Um, first and foremost, a strike is a tool, not a weapon. We need to make distinction. The way a manner labor movement is using strike in Nigeria, they want to turn to a weapon. But it's not a weapon, it's a tool. And that tool is a correctional tool. And um, you apply it when all negotiations have failed. Um, following the discussion uh, on the issue of this NATO uh, going on strike. I have not seen anywhere they sat down with the government to do negotiation on solving the problem. What they said and what they are looking at are pure economic issues that uh, the government of the day will need to bring about its policy. And uh, the policy of the government is what they are complaining about regarding the prices um, at which fuel is being bought. Now, I doubt if it affects them directly as in the union. What I'm saying is um, their charges, whatever they are being charged or the charge people that they are working for, I doubt if it has changed. But being done as it may, as a unit of the system, they can on behalf of Nigerians come up and say, look, this is what we are doing. But I'm thinking since Nigerian Labour Congress and the TUC are already in negotiation with the government. Why not um, come up under the other umbrella and not come out as a unit? And that's why I said strike should be a tool, not a weapon. The way they are going about it is that they want to use that as a weapon on the government. You know, the Kokori days. We all remember June 12, Kokori days. And the way and manner that, um, you know, segment of the system worked uh, to, to to bring down the government of, of that time. So I I would suggest that NATO, being a member of the larger labor movement, should align with the labor and let them bring whatever they have as issue among the items that labor is putting before government. 
Because when they say they want to go on strike, and labor movement uh, NLC TUC says by uh, the two days, warning protest, not even mm. strike, warning protest. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Um, it's coming up, and they too said 27, 28. Mm. 27, 28. Yeah. Okay, fine. And they said from today, they want to stop lifting fuel. The country will be set ablaze. To me, that is not the way to solve our problem. Can we sit down and find a civil way of overcoming these challenges that has been there before now anyway? It didn't just start eight months ago or nine months ago. It's in there, plaguing Nigeria. So if this person is saying these are the things I feel I can do to solve the problem, can we give him element of time, maybe 12 months or something like that? I'm just thinking aloud. And that's why I said incubation period. No woman or nobody expects a woman to deliver a baby in four months of pregnancy. Can we take things easy? Can we look at it? You can't assess the performance of a student after the first semester and say, oh, this is a failure. After the first semester in a university that has eight semesters, can we look at it differently? So what I'm suggesting is, can NATO be a unit of the Nigerian Labour Congress and align with the Nigerian labor movement and let all these issues be tabled and negotiation comes up together. They're wanting to like do it in peaceful or haphazardly. I, I don't think it solves our problem. Ustaz, so are you saying like is it okay to say that maybe this unions maybe because they see how things are you know for this government they're trying to maybe like uh, put them on their toes or, 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 or use what they have you know to threaten them to get what they want. They are not putting the government on their toes. Mm. No. They are taking the government to war. Mm. And that's why I said they are using this strike as a weapon, not as a tool of negotiation and getting things done. To me, I think the best way is, can they come together? NATO is a unit of the NLC and the 2UC. Can they come under that umbrella and negotiate with government? I think it will bring some sanity to our system. This idea of let's burn it, let's destroy it. In a nation-state world, where you need to belong to a nation, if you set Nigeria ablaze, is it Ghana that will take us off or Benin or where? Can we think positively and look at how to solve the problem that wanting to life because we want to fight an individual, destroy the whole system? To me, that's the way I interpret this action of NATO. I'm not saying the challenges are not there. I'm only saying they are better don't, don't escalate to the problem. Don't escalate it. Hmm. Okay, moving on to other matters this morning on the Punch and Newspapers. Ogun to prosecute parents, students for assaulting principal teacher. The report is there this morning on the Punch Newspapers. The Ogun State Commissioner for Education, Professor Bayomi Arigwabu, has said one Akoni Aziz Olawale, an SSTD student of Agbara Grammar School in Adodota, local government area of the state, who allegedly assaulted one of the teachers of the school as well as his parents, will soon be prosecuted. Punch Metro learned that trouble was said to have started on Wednesday, February 14, when the principal of the school, Mr. Ajibola Olanrewaju, reportedly seized Olawali's uniform for allegedly behaving unruly and in a manner that constituted lack of respect for constituted authority. It was gathered that the principal was also said to have maintained that since Olawali had gone to register for the major West African examinations in another private school, he had no business parading himself as a student of the school, hence decision to seize his uniform. Uh, the rest is there this morning how the parent has stormed the school and uh, what happened to the principals on the Punch newspapers this morning. I think we've had uh, such thing happen before. Yeah, in, last year. Yes, last year in Ogun State here. And now it is happening again. It, it's all over Nigeria. It's happened in Ledo, happened almost everywhere. And that is the level of indiscipline. Yeah, that level of uh, we have degraded to as a nation. This are things we need to look into. Uh, moral decadence is nice on the increase or it's even as it the roof mm. um that, that's the truth um I, I acknowledge appreciate what the state government is doing and we need to let people get the consequences of their you know ill actions mm. when they take them so that it will serve as deterrent to others but being that as it may i'm thinking the state government too need to you know do a kind of enrollment for people that are heading school um, there are rules and regulations that guide the school. 
And I think the rules and regulations that guide the school should be implemented in a way that it does not bring about fracas. If a student has registered in another school, mm. for example, and comes to your school, I don't know. The state needs to look into it. Is seizing the student uniform the next thing? To me, that's a call for violence. If you seize his uniform, that is called for violence. Because I'm looking at the circumstances. It's that they went to his house to pick the uniform or they removed the uniform from his body and how. We need to look at some of these things. Um, the people that we post to ed schools too, they, they need to have some level of training in a way that they can conduct the business of running the school without a necessary violence or invitation to violence. I, I, I am not saying the state government should not do their work. Mm. I have said that. I'm only saying that can we find ways in which we can curb some of these things. Those principals take loss into their hands in schools. Let people face the reality. Principals take loss into their hands in schools. They do things that by the time even the people that send them there hears about it, they say, no, I don't think that is the approach to this. I don't know. So what I'm saying is can the state government too, you know, do an enrollment training for, for people, principals for principals to what, what about what about teachers and principals too maybe they should also yeah, teach them ma- martial arts that, that, so, that to me will not solve our problem so, so, so at least you can protect yourself what, what you are saying is um let us legalize gun no that's not what i'm saying that's that's similitude martial, martial arts physical training no, protect is, yourself that, when, when students like, run rampage uh, however it's sad because sometimes you look at the magnitude of this a police inspector was stoned by students in abeokuta here and he had cuts on his head last year was the students students in Ogun state were on a rampage mm-hmm. last year they were beating teachers across board so how about we also train teachers to defend themselves so when you not train teachers to, to learn martial arts and this student comes in their odds in their numbers how many will the teacher fight back? May well, the, the truth of matter is, may the, may the best may the best man win. win. No, we need to look into the system in totality, in its entirety. There's total morality. There's a serious decadence. Look, as far back as year 1998 or 2000, I was nowhere for official assignment, you know, where I worked, retired from. And I witnessed it. Students came in with gone for an exam. They stoned the principal and brought out a gun that would kill the principal. When police came, they didn't do anything. They only pacified the student, you know, so that there would not be a problem in that place. It's like that all over. I'm talking about the year 2000, 23 years ago. So it's a general problem everywhere. However, look, if our teachers and principals are trained in a way that they can handle some of these situations, and accept the new reality we have on our hands. I think they will be able to stem some of the challenges they face in schools in a way that will not escalate. That is the truth. Yes, this student should be processed, I mean, prosecuted, so that it serves as deterrent to all that. But can the state government to come in with training, you know, to the people they send to school to represent them, and they know how to manage issues like when they come up? To me, I think is a way forward. Okay, I uh, will go to the phone lines now. Zero eight one five four three two one zero seven nine. Zero eight one five four three two one zero seven nine, and zero eight one eight one 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 zero seven nine. You can drop your messages for us on Facebook. Uh, we'll pick them up and read. But before then, we'll take this quick break and come back to the feedback session. <laughs> Interior. 
Send us messages on face. Send us messages on Facebook as well, or on Twitter. We'll pick them up and read. Good morning. Uh, good morning, please. Yes, good morning. Yeah, my name is Joshua Jones. I'm calling from Rwanda. Yes, I'll first and foremost start from the students' behavior. You know, the school the school has a peculiar style of sewing their uniform. But if you go out, especially the boys in the school. They will also go out and sew a different style of shirt completely. And their trousers, they will not say they have the Michael Jackson style of trousers. The trousers will not get down to the shoes or the canvas they are wearing. Then they will pull up with white socks on it. This is against the rules of the schools. But the parents are not watching what their children are doing. But the school has to comply with the rules of the school. Now on PDP and PDP governors, as people will see, if husband and wife are fighting and their wife has a solution, they should apply their solution, they should put it on the table so that the whole house will go through it and see how to go about that solution and make things work in the house. But the PDP governors and their, and their presidential candidates have refused to do this. The only thing they can do is to start condemning and attacking and attacking. They are part of the system that is making this country not to work. We have to tell them the truth. If they are from different political parties, they are, together, they are supposed to come together and share ideas on how to move the country forward after the country belongs to all of us. And I think we are sitting down in Dubai finding solutions and condemning Nigeria. Let him come to stay in Nigeria too and give us solutions. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you. Thank you for reaching us this morning. On WhatsApp, Humanitarian Abdul Rashid Okinla from Shakmo says, For PDP governors asking for Mr. President to resign, it shows that our governors don't know what their duties and responsibilities are. Both the food shortage and security problems happen in their domain. They collected security votes, huge allocations, even series of palliatives with nothing to show for it. State governors are the problem. Bankole Banjo is saying that... Uh, Calling for patience is a good thing to do, but what manner of patience are you asking of your hungry people beset every day by Ash government's policies? That's Bankole Banjo there. Also there this morning on Facebook, Raf, Raji Afiz Abidemi. Good morning, Fresh FM. On the issue of police, one violence against, against again, as labor gives fresh condition. If government cannot provide infrastructure, which of course is a fundamental obligation of government, they should be able to provide food and transport at affordable rate. If this are undermined as they present Presently, are in Nigeria, then the door of insecurity and social unrest is being opened. Labor is not reliable, though. If a protest is to be led by them, they should do it, not losing sight of the fact that the end result is to bring about improvement in the things things in Nigeria. Uh, things are really terrible for workers and others. God bless Nigeria, he said. On WhatsApp, um, there's no name to this, but I, I will love if you can put your name. I'll pick up the message. Speaking about that's for okay, sorry. Good morning, Fresh FM. Adebo Ali from Abelkuta. Let your guests know that presidency is not a shareholder job. As such, no opposition opinion matters in an egocentric government like that of your guest friend, Tinubu. Where is the Agbadu and Kasava? You promised during campaign. Why is your guest, whenever he's on air, fond of defending Tinubu? despite uh, 
okay, I'll pause at that. Uh, good morning. We seem to be confusing food scarcity with increase in food prices. There is no scarcity of food presently in Nigeria. What we are facing is astronomical increase in food prices. Has there ever been a time food and other commodities are not in the market or low in supply? No. What we should be addressing are the policies of the government that resulted in the seemingly uncontrollable rise in the prices of food. Demola Senusi from Abeokuta. Ibrahim Olatunji is saying government should open our border and reduce importation taxes. And Olatunji Sudosumu is saying that Ustaz has refused to criticize the government, which has been very slow to implement new wages. Committee was set up four months ago. They refused to call labor until last week. Does that show seriousness on the part of Tinubu? Yet Tinubu approved one billion for the committee's running costs, released 500 million. Ustaz did not fail to seek deficit deceit of this government. Yet is accusing labor of waging war when Tinubu and APC. Are uh, okay with their bad policies, he said. Prince AZ a day for me, I find it difficult to always understand Ustaz's submission most times simply because of what he said this morning. So, what Ustaz is saying is that when whatever the presidential spokesperson said after an engagement is different from the president line of thought, so sad. The president rolled out grains to farmers but did not provide security to the farmer to have a good harvest. If Mr. President is serious, there is nothing wrong in providing special security to farmer to guide them in their farm. I've worked on a farm. I've worked on a farm where security agency guide and the Fulani stays away from the farm, he said. Okay, we'll go back to the phone lines now and pick more. Good morning. Good morning, my dear people in the house. Yes, good morning. I am I am MOK from the United States of Ayetoro. You're welcome. You see, it is good that Mr. President came out with solutions with the government. But there should be legality to it. There must be constitutional backing. As the president is sent down messages to the National Assembly to back up the issue of insecurity that should be caught, we need to look into that. And if we're telling the state to, to go and plant and plant, yes, it is good. But can that planting now yield us the, 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 the grains we, we need now? He needs to relax the issue of water closure. Spending the time with our grains from the farms will be coming out. So he needs to relax it. Not that holding to, to the closure and asking people to plant. Is it what we plant today that we chop today? Practically, no. There are some policies that we make that will not yield the fruit immediately. But before yielding fruit, what are we going to use? Then, on issue of schools, you have seen how Nigeria is. What then are we building? If students and parents who go to schools and beat up the staff, what kind of Nigeria are we building? You could see the, the, the impact of uh, our faulty policies. Our policies need to, need to be looked into. Discipline must be instilled in schools and in children. They should allow schools to train their children, no matter what. Then when teachers are at fault, they must be told that they are, they are at fault. We cannot continue building. Thank you very much, like Moki. I expect a better we, thing. We Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for reaching us this morning on Freshly Pressed. 0815-432-1079 and 0818-111-1079. Hello? Hello, good morning. Yes, good morning. My name is Adebo Ali from Abekuta. You're welcome. Um, I'm not too happy that you post my message because um, I don't think I accused anybody in that message. I'm only saying what I saw. You asked us to participate in your program while doing so. Um, now, should I, should, I quote, should I quote part of your messages and why I stopped reading? Yes, you, you accused the president of ineptitude. And by my dictionary, no. the president has been working. So if results okay. are not out, it's different from ineptitude. And that's why okay. I stopped the entire message. All right. Thank you. Okay, let me talk about your guest in the house. It's not too, it's not too good for us to start, keep on deceiving ourselves with um, mean, um, giving reasons that are not tenable. Because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a federal, I mean, person, I'm a federal staff, and virtually all for a while now, your guests have been like coming up with policies that the government, the president, has come up with for this and that. It is not happening in reality. 
the 40% increment the 35,000 naira. Some agencies have not even received one naira. One naira. And I mean, these are reality. You can't be everywhere. You are only, I mean, uh, uh, you have access to information at your disposal, not all information. Things are bad, as, I mean, bad than what your, your person is presenting. He is, I, mean, I don't know, maybe it's because they, they are of the same faith. Maybe that's the reason why he's talking to um, he's talking. Ad- Adibole, too- I, I think you should leave faith out of the issue. You can disagree let, on issues. Let, let let's, me let's, let's, yes, issues. please do. Utas is fond of defending the president all the time, saying all sorts of all manner of things that the president... I mean, the president came out when, during his campaign, era, and he, 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 he promised heaven and heart. Where is that? I mean, what can't we face? I mean, what can't we face his, his promises? Hello? What can't we face? What can't we Hello? look at his, 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 his manifesto and attack him with that? It's Thank too you. pathetic. Thank you. Thank you. We have to take other calls. Um, it's quite emotional. Yeah. But I understand. Um, if you, <laughs> but then. Good morning. Uh, good morning. Hello. Good morning. Yes. Good morning. Yes. My name is um, Ola Fazi. I'm calling from Adokuta. You're welcome. Talk to us. Yes. Um, my my view this morning is about um, this uh, guest observation that uh, we should be patient. Um, well, <laughs> we need to be patient, but at, at the same time, we need to protect the perspectives. Okay, um, this this administration is about a year in office, and for God's sake, if you plant me the day the Mr. President was sworn in, probably you have already said your miss, Kasava, you have already said that the president, at least by now, we should have some respite. We should have some areas where we would physically see that since the presidency is working. As far as I'm concerned. Matter of patience is, is you know, the things are getting worse. To be, to be, to be concerned, maybe the staff may not feel it, but I'm feeling that a lot of people are feeling it. If, if this decision is working, we will have seen things that are actually working. At least we have the Minister of Interior there, who did in some, we also saw what he did with, um, with the passport in, with the immigration there. So, um, I, I am not comfortable with this thing that uh, we should be patient with this administration. There's no this this is not working. It's not working. Okay. If this so if, working, if we're not patient, what should we do instead? No, we should we should speak up. We should speak well, up, sir. Okay. A year, a year, a year is enough for us to a, the the past year that this this almost that this, this time the year that this administration has spent we can't retrieve it. The suffering cannot be replaced, and this case is not taken. The next one year will be the same thing because I don't see any any economic policy. I don't see any short term, medium term, or any long term plans of this administration. So what's assurance that the next we, one we, year will not be the same thing? We have to take other calls. Thank you thank for you so much. Yeah, thank you for your time this morning. Zero eight one five four three two one zero seven nine and zero eight one eight one 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 zero seven nine. We we'll still have to be patient at mm. the end of the day. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Yes. Good morning. This is Bimbo calling from anywhere. You're welcome. Yes, uh, so in as much as um, uh, the president of this country is policy, in as much as a good policy, but I don't think the way that policy is being going about is the right way. Because before you make a policy, you are supposed to have a, a policy like, let, let, me, let me give you an example now. If I wanted to give, um, let me say I have three children now, and I know I don't have all the required of, and the little one I have, I have to let them know that this is the little one I have, and this is what I can provide. I know they are going to be patient, because they they knew that this is the little one I have. That is one. Two, those other political parties, the aspirants, those uh, um, uh, uh, former ex vice president, Abokaratiku and uh, yes, and Peter will be now. Most of them will come and criticize this government. I want them to go and walk up to him and tell him this is what he need to do for this country. If truly they are patriotic Nigeria. And if truly Tinubu is also a patriotic Nigeria, you should listen to them. And they also, they should not just sit in one corner and be telling us that this policy is, is going would to you, lead Nigeria. Would you please wrap up your thoughts now? Pardon? 
I said, would you wrap up your thoughts so we can take other messages? Okay, thank you. God bless you. Bless your spirit. Uh, it is obvious that government policy measures remain ineffectual about nine months after inauguration. Rather, they escalate hardship. The logical thing for government to do is to review the policies for the improvement of people's welfare. On Facebook, Femi Shoyinka, Ustazu's property is an electric pole wire meter you bought for your use in your house. Nepa, I guess. That principal has the right to withdraw the uniform from that student since it's not representing the school well. All students of Abel Grams during the Funshogun, as principal, will understand this, he said. Uh, on WhatsApp, good morning all in the studio. It is uncalled for now for the PDP governors to call for the resignation of the president. I'll tell you why. How many of them have developed strategies intentionally to develop their respective states? Since the removal of oil subsidy, the governors have been getting greater amounts of money coming to them. As the president is the chief operating officer of the 